As we're kicking things off this fall, our scripture reading is from Ephesians, a section from the first chapter and from the second chapter. And to make it easy for you, we've uh, put it on the bookmark so that you can have it and, and remember it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. And from the second chapter, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift, the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one might boast. For we are what, we, what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, I have a confession. Last Sunday, were you here last Sunday? Last Sunday, I didn't go to church. I didn't go to church. I had a friend, a, a mentor of mine, who invited me to, to go with him uh, on Sunday to see if we could get some fish uh, at Pier, right below the dam, where the water comes out of the hydroelectric plant. And I don't know if you've been to Pier lately, but the, the river, the, the dam is full, and the water is flowing at full force out of, out of the power plant. This is a picture that I found online this morning. It's not flowing at all like that now. And so rather than go to church, I went to town, and I met this friend of mine, Doug. He's kind of my mentor, and uh, he's a master scuba diver and a walleye whisperer. And so he took his boat and took about all the power the boat had to get up real close to where the power plant lets the water out, and there he dropped me into the water. And so down I went with my 27 pounds of lead in my vest down to the bottom and the current takes hold of you and starts pushing you along. And you can see about five feet. So you start watching for walleye and rocks and try to not hit your head on the rocks and try to hit the walleye if you happen to see one. But the current is so strong that if the walleye is beside you, you don't have the strength to even turn your gun up current and it just keeps pushing you down through the, through the water. It was delightful and fascinating and I'm sorry I wasn't in church but the most fascinating thing about that dive is that I got to see things I've never seen before one time before I had seen a paddlefish I'd never seen a sturgeon and I got to see both of them this isn't me I just had to have a picture of these wacky fish for you have you ever seen paddlefish and sturgeon they're absolutely amazing and they were like from here to the globe away from me these are fish that the scientists say based on the fossil records 70 million years ago these fish has hardly changed it's absolutely fascinating 
So last Sunday, I wasn't in church. I was trying to not let the power of the river, the power of the water, tumble me. And I was relying on that life-giving breath that I had in a tank strapped to my back. And my eyes were overwhelmed at this mystery of this creation that we live in. And these fish from 70 million years ago? As I was thinking about that experience and thinking about these scripture readings this morning, I couldn't help but think about the power of water. The way that in baptism the power of water takes hold of us and moves our lives. I couldn't help but think about that ancient passage of Scripture from Ephesians, that prayer, that poem that proclaims that amazing mystery. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world, before paddlefish and sturgeon, he chose us and he destined us to be children of God. And in the waters of baptism, we publicly get to celebrate that, the fact that the water and the word God's power takes hold of us and that, that life-sustaining spirit is given to us. What an amazing gift. What an amazing gift that is. As that beloved hymn proclaims, in my love's baptismal river, I have made you mine forever. Today we're kicking off this new series, Practicing Our Faith. And as Pastor Raya said, we all practice. If we're quilters, we're practice. we practice. If we're musicians, we practice. If we're a nurse or a lawyer, we practice. We practice. We practice soccer. We practice band. And for this series, we're borrowing, uh, borrowing it. we're taking a page from the playbook. It's the playbook that's right in front of you. It's that green playbook. You're familiar with that green playbook right in front of you, right? It's a play called The Affirmation of Baptism. It's a liturgical play that we often use for confirmation and for other times. And the play goes like this. You have made public profession of your faith. Do you intend to continue in the covenant God made with you in holy baptism? Do you can intend to continue in the promise that God made to you in holy baptism? And then there's five, five practices to live among God's faithful people. To hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper. These two practices, they're simply about being in relationship. Being in relationship with God and with God's people. And then the third of the, of the, I'm sorry, I forgot about this piece. I'm glad you guys never forget anything, do you? 
Earlier this week, I had the chance to, to go meet with, uh, with Coach Phillips, who's the new, the new men's basketball coach at Northern, and we talked about practice and practicing basketball and practicing faith, and we had a delightful conversation and lots of things, but one of the things that stood out to me is he was lifting up how much of the game you don't actually have the ball in your hands as a basketball player. And yet when most people think of practicing basketball, they think about practicing dribbling, practicing shooting, practicing layups, practice everything with the ball. And he mentioned how important it is to get yourself in the right spot, to be in the right place, in the right position. And that's what these, that's what these first two are about. They're about getting yourself in the, in the place, in the place to experience and live that relationship, to live among God's faithful people and to hear the word and share in the supper. And then the promises turn to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to share your faith, to serve all people following the example of our Lord Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. And that's a question, do you intend to continue? And then the response is, I do, and I know I can't do it alone. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. And these practices, these practices are all about following Jesus. For when you look at Jesus, Jesus who says, come follow me, and I will teach you to fish for people. When you look at Jesus, Jesus is doing all of this. He's sharing the good news. He's serving people. He's striving for justice and peace in all the earth. And so practicing our faith is about community, about living among God's people. It's about worship. It's about hearing the word and sharing in the supper. It's about serving and sharing our faith and striving for justice and peace in all the earth. Perhaps you've heard a phrase, practice makes, practice makes what? Perfect. You've all heard that, haven't you? It's not true. <laughs> practice does not make perfect. It doesn't. Practice makes permanent. What you do becomes permanent in your life. When I was talking with, with Coach Phillips, he was talking about how if someone is used to shooting a layup always with their right hand, and they're on the other side when they should be shooting the layup with their left hand, they can practice that. They can practice that. But so often when they're under the gun, when the pressure is on, what do they do? They revert back to the old thing that they've done so many times before, and they use their right hand again. And he talked about how we, we change those bad habits, not, not quickly, but by erosion. <laughs> by doing the new practice over and over and over again. So it is with life and so it is with our, with our faith life. And we know, we know that, that none of us is perfect in fact, we know that our, our faith, our standing with God isn't about us being 
about us being perfect because we know that it's by grace that we've been saved. It's a gift. It's not because of how good we are, how perfectly we practice that we're saved, that God loves us. No, our relationship with God is a gift. It's grace that's been poured out on us. We've been caught up in this river of God's grace that is so much more powerful than we are. And then that paradox that we are what God has made us, what we've been made in Christ Jesus, and we've been made to do good works. Our good works do not save us, but good works are to be our way of life so that when people see us and are in relationship with us, they get to see and experience some of that grace, some of that grace that has been poured out Poured out for you and for me. So I invite you. I invite you to, to be aware of what you're practicing. What are you practicing? Because what you practice becomes permanent. Yesterday there were hundreds of people who gathered down in Sioux Falls for the installation of our new bishop. And one of the things that she, that she talked about was the importance of showing up. I almost didn't go. <laughs> and then she talked about showing up, and I thought, good thing I went. <laughs> right? You know, if you practice not showing up, what becomes permanent? Not showing up. <laughs> so if you'd like to grow in your faith, have a more vibrant spiritual life, You'd like to be more filled with God's grace so that it can flow through you to be a blessing to others. I invite you to be aware of, of what you're practicing. As we're kicking off this, this series, as fall routines are getting underway, maybe your life looks like this calendar. Maybe it feels like everything is just churning all around you. It's my hope and prayer that in the midst of whatever it is you're going through and you're experiencing, that you might know, that you might remember, remember that before the foundation of the world, before the paddlefish and the sturgeon, God has destined you for adoption as a beloved child. And when you feel like the water is over your head and you're all weighted down with all of those heavy things. And may you trust that the Holy Spirit is there providing that life-giving breath for you. For you. For you, dear friend, our beloved child of God. And Jesus invites you, invites you, come and follow me. Thanks be to God for the gift of God's grace. And for the gift of God's grace flowing through each and every one of you. Amen.